So, Virgil, you're, you're obviously very active on social media, as I alluded to earlier. <laughs> and I love your posts. I love, I, I love the way you just speak truth mm. in, in, into the noise, if I could call it that. Sure. And um, so I'd love you to, to comment on how Christians can steward, and I think that word is, is optimal there. It's, it's key, steward social media in a way that doesn't bring reproach good on question. the gospel. Man, that's good. Yeah, I th- I, it goes back to kind of what we talked about, guarding your life, guarding your heart, making sure you're devoted to God. Uh, at the same time, you know, you, you build a large following, you build a social media following. There is the natural tendency to say, oh, they, they're listening to me. Mm. Uh, but it's the reminder that, no, they're listening for truth. Mm. I, I love what you said, Mark, because it really points to the fact that if, if, I'm, if I'm into the Word of God, I'm, I know that, that, that there's, there's truth there. Christ is truth personified. That, that that I know and, and understanding that and that I'm going to be lied to the rest of the day. I love that. Yeah. I'm thinking about that. That 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 then becomes your oasis, mm. right? The, the word of God becomes the way that you you disengage from the craziness of culture, or at least get energized to know that you can look outright and see rightly what's hap- actually That's happening good. in culture. Life transformations. Wait, what's going on, guys? I'm not concerned. Seriously. I wanted like, to take a drink of water and Ray hit my arm and made the water go everywhere. Right as we started the, way, the you're, program. By the way, you're using an illegal uh, device to drink water. I'm not putting a it in my plastic mouth. plastic yeah. Have you noticed bottle. that I always hide it right behind? Mark, why do you do wicked, evil, rebellious things? Filled it I up. spit cleaned that thing this morning. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of our mugs. Why won't you drink from one of our mugs? Yeah, Mark. Do, do we actually trust Easy and Oscar to leave the mugs clean? I think Yale cleans them for us. Yeah, Yale. No, no? no. <laughs> someone does. He Ruh-roh. uses a sock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. As I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Life transformations. You don't have to do that. The first time was better, but that was good enough. Uh, My life was recently transformed yet again. And Scotty, you didn't start the clock, so we have no idea how long we've been going, but that's okay. I'd say it's Um, like 74 minutes. Yeah, something like that. Um, Yeah, a new life transformation. Have you guys ever been to Jersey Mike's? Yes. The sandwich place? Yeah. Have you? Is this like a new discovery for you? Okay, so I've been going to Subway. Why? What? <laughs> For the great majority. I'm not sure that's a step up. My life. Wait, are you joking, Mark? Yeah, not a fan. Well, I like some. Of Jersey Mike's. Oh, Jersey what? Mike's. Of Jersey Mike's? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's a step up, but it's not great. I have, to, I have to make sure I don't breathe through my nose. The, the smell makes me sick. Same, same thing with Subway. Have you been yeah. to Borden Brew? That's, I do like Borden Brew has some good sandwiches. Are. I've been to Borden Brew, didn't do their sandwiches. Dude, I'm scared. Borden Brew is where you need to go Seriously? for a cold cut sandwich. Nah. Togo's has great pastrami's. No. Okay, but why are you sending sending? Just thinking of what faith you guys exercise when you go and get other people you don't know to prepare sandwiches. I just like living. Have you ever done that, Ray? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I I do. I do think about it lately. Whenever you eat a meal, you don't know who made the meal, how clean their hands were. Do you know what's funny? Mm. I used to go to church with this guy who, um, really sweet man, like on the spectrum. And so he had a lot of needs and he would ask, he had these really interesting conversations. And so we would always want to go to soup. He would always want to go to soup plantation. It's it's the only place he would ever eat. And he would stack his like vegetables all in one spot. He would stack all of his lettuce in another. And so one day we're sitting there eating and I was like, Hey, why, why don't you ever want to go to like another restaurant? He goes, well, you know, you just never know what they're doing back there with all that food. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 
No, it is pretty scary. Was it you, Ray, that told me you watched a special on what they do with lemons? Yes, lemons. Oh. Where they'd go to the bathroom and come back and oh. cut up the lemons. And they, they check the lemon peel to see the feces that are on it. No. I'm not kidding. And then they put them in your drink. And so we wonder why we get sick sometimes in the middle of the night for no reason. Yeah. It's got a little greedy. From the lemon water? Yeah. yeah. No, well, yeah. But this is the thing, right? We pass up putting the lemon in our, our water to put our lips to the cup that's had 10,000 lips. 20,000 well, on it. And we're trusting the dishwasher that they wash those. I told here's you guys the I had thing a- about germs is that they did a test and your average public toilet seat has less germs on it than the average person's cell phone. Well, that's and amazing. you stick this to your face. So, so Ray, enjoy, you, so enjoy that. That's <laughs> Ray, Ray's not going to use a cell phone ever again. Did you just lick your cell phone? I, Ray? I cleaned it. <laughs> oh man, no! But uh, back to my wonderful story, Mark. There's another sandwich place I don't care for though near my house, uh, right where 24 Hour Fitness is on the corner there. Sandwiches are us. Do you know what that I one thought is? That was Jersey Mike's. No, 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 no. Jersey Mike's. That's over there by um, Chili's. Boy, this is really important it for is our very, global audience. Very, very much so. <laughs> anyway, the reason why my life has been forever revolutionized and changed yeah. is because I think that's the first time I've gone to a sandwich place where they actually cut the meat right in front of you, like fresh. Where well, Subway's going to go to Subway. What, are they? Yeah, Subway's going to start doing that. They better, sandwich. because that's giving them some competition. What do you mean, Oscar? You've never done that. I'm saying, like, that's what your average good sandwich place does. It's really? fresh cut meat. Why would you, like, Subway is an exception to that See, rule. See, my life has changed. <laughs> <laughs> Togo's has guys. the best pastrami sandwiches. Togo's? Board and Brew has the best, hot, the hot pastrami at Board and Brew. Are you serious? It's so good. I'm, I'm there. I'm all I over it. They, they put, like, jalapeno chilies on it. Uh, you guys are making me hungry. Give me a nice <laughs> Jewish deli. A nice Jewish deli, like a Reuben sandwich, good corn. Oh, yeah. Wait, we had a really nice sandwich with Todd Friel. Wait, duh. You're right. Yes. What in, was it? In Atlanta? Uh, oh, the name of that man. place. If it was remember. good. Maybe you can look that up. We give the guy a plug. That was a really great, was great sandwich place. That was yeah. good. Yeah, we had some chicken schlabunksy. Caprice. Chicken caprice, caprice sandwich. I'm getting yeah. hungry. I'm getting hungry. I want some fish and chips. Ray, you guys really, uh, you crave very desperately fish and chips. And oh, eggs. that's because we can't have them. Why is it not as good here as in New Zealand? Uh, it's just the way they do it. It's just the type of fish, the type of batter, the type of chips. They don't even call them, they're not fries. They're, they're, they're big. When you go to New Zealand, you can mm. eat fish and chips. They wrap it you know in newspapers. They used to, but they stopped because the print would come off. Yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm excited about, Ray? I don't know. Meat pies. Oh, yeah. No, oh. it's not meat pies. It's meat pies. No, it's mate pies. Mate pies. <laughs> mate you know pies. what else we have to try is the white bait almond. No. Why? We have to give it that a try. No, you're mocking. What are you guys talking about? Our it's friends like are crumbs. listening. Uh, I mean, what do you mean? Where are we going? What are we doing? In New Zealand, there was like a guy on a corner selling <laughs> these little like anchovy fish. Uh, and Ray's mom made him an omelet filled with white bait. Did you like it, Ray? It's a delicacy in New Zealand. I'll eat it. But what? you think a lot of stuff. I bet we you eat. would, Oscar. Oscar, why? Why do he, he eat anything? anything? He's like going to have some marmite in New Zealand. He's going to have a spoonful and we're going to film it. I yes. like embedding myself into f- cultures that are foreign I love to that. Me. It's, and a part of that is eating the food. Yeah, I think that's great. You love that, right? Yeah, I love the fact that we're going to film a meeting. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have the Marmite Challenge going. Yeah. yeah. Oscar, you haven't told our friends about the mug contest in a while. Yeah, is that's that right. For those, uh, as a reminder... If you have one of our mugs, and if you don't, shame on you. No, I'm kidding. If you have one of our mugs, uh, go online, 
post a picture of you doing something fun or funny with it, use the hashtag livingwatersmug, and uh, we'll pick one of those fun ones out and send you something fun. love to give things away we love to give things away and that's why we will do that every single day here on the living waters podcast that's right friends we're giving away goodies for those of you who go to livingwaters.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form we are giving 10 believe it or not 10 different people each week Goodies from Living Waters, a $100 value for each box. You'll get tracts and books and a podcast mug and all kinds of good things. So make sure to participate at livingwaters.com forward slash podcast. And make sure to listen to the very end of the podcast where you will hear the announcement of the winners every week. Boy, I am blown away by how different a person can look with one missing tooth <laughs> what have you done to me oscar Seriously. for those who don't know i have a living waters customized mug here in my hands and uh easy is missing a tooth and uh <laughs> mark spence has handlebar mustache wait with what have you done sideburns. To ray? i don't see anything with ray what else is there to do to ray <laughs> <laughs> he's he's already mutilated uh ray what are you doing over there oh, i had to send an important text to whom uh trevor about what? <laughs> Wanted your opinion again on the on the title. <laughs> and I said we're we're topping and tailing eleven podcasts. Just do it. Away you go. Yeah, little thumbs up. I'm busy, Trevor. I don't yes. have time to text as you text. Ray, all Ray thinks about besides white bait omelets <laughs> is his YouTube channel. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. oh by the way, yes. that's a channel to check out, friends. Just like, past and? eleven, sorry, 12, 10, huh? Huh? <laughs> 10 million views and a hundred thousand subscribers. Hundred thousand. Wow. On the second channel in less yeah. than a year, which is wonderful. That is, that and is that's thanks to Tenny and his brilliance. Well, listen, Mr. B said it is to get your first hundred thousand subscribers is the hardest thing you'll ever do with your YouTube channel. Yeah, that's Dr. Just Beast hit it before a year. Who's, who's Dr. Beast? Miss, Mr. Beast. I oh. see Dr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Oh. Yeah, and now the Spanish channel. By the way, friends, we have a Spanish Living Waters channel. Three hundred, I think, sixty something thousand. That is amazing. Subscribers See? now. It's all one woman See? trying to reach her. All right, friends. Uh, here's a comment from Calvin Nunez. I generally listen to the audio on Spotify, but praise the Lord for this ministry and what our friends at Living Waters are doing so much that I had to rate it there and over here. Let's uh-huh. go. I like that. <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. That's a good idea. Mm. For those of you that rate on different platforms, go to the other ones and give us a rating there. Although Spotify doesn't allow you to leave comments. Yeah, it does. Huh? They just what? did it. You what? Leave per episode. Did they just change it? I'll, I'll talk to you. Wait, what? Episode. I don't remember. Are you serious? Yeah, Oscar gave him a call. When are others going to learn? Like, Mr. Spotify, listen. Mm. <laughs> when are others going to learn? Yeah. Anyway, he went on to say, five stars everywhere for these godly people that have no idea, whispers, what they're doing. Great. Thank you, Kelvin. We're blessed that you listen, brother. This podcast is brought to you by God has a wonderful plan for your life. Oh, Ray, this book, it's good. Uh, It's got Stephen getting stoned on the front Uh uh, with stones. (laughs) Let's be clear. Uh, Not with uh, marijuana. And uh, this has uh, the potential, I think, to revolutionize the church if if people get a hold of that message. Of all the books that we 
sell and make available. That is by far the most important book. I it, agree. It, it's a simple reading book too. Yeah, it's not long. It, you can get it down in one one session, maybe two sessions. Most of you read at the rate of easy, but you have to. <laughs> you have to read it, and it's available for free. You can read it online, um, and I highly recommend it. God's yeah. a wonderful plan for your life. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I uh, there's 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 about a stack of seven or eight books that I like to give to new believers. And that's seventy-eight books. Seventy-eight books. I said, read it. Get back to me next week. That's one of them, though. Mm. It's a really yeah. good yeah. book. I that's strongly cool. recommend it for everybody. Yeah. So check it out, friends. Along with the Living Waters mug with the new slogan, and don't forget to have a study Bible all at livingwaters.com. Man, Oscar, you get better. And yeah. better. One of them. One of you guys have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. The G3 journey continues with our brother, Virgil Walker. Now, Virgil, he's the director for G3, and uh, the guy does a phenomenal job. You hear mm. us talk about his uh, amazing bow, <laughs> bow tie. He's got an infectious smile, doesn't he? He really does. Just what, he, It's true. Looking at him, he, it's just he's, he's saying, welcome into my presence. Come and talk. Let's hang. Yeah. Warm, brother, kind-hearted. And uh, I think you guys are going to be really blessed by this. We talk about how Christians can stand strong for truth without being harsh and prideful, like Mark, Oscar, and Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Without any further ado, friends, here is our friend, Virgil Walker. Well, friends, as you guessed by the beautiful ambient noise behind us. We are still at G3. And, I feel like we need... and I'm excited about the guest we have with us right now. His name is Virgil Walker, but he should be called Virgil Runner because <laughs> he's running around like crazy because yeah. he is the executive director of operations for G3 Ministries. Yep. And, and Virgil, it's been a joy to know you, brother. Mm. It, it's been an encouragement to see the platform the Lord's given you. Yeah. The doors he's been opening, the voice that uh, that you've gained uh, among God's people—it's yeah. a delight. Yeah. And we love G three. You know, yeah. Mark and I were here at 20, in twenty twenty one. Yep, it was our first one ever. Yeah. And seriously, we were mesmerized by all that the Lord was doing, and, and we just sensed a real connection. Yeah. That's why we're here as sponsors this year. Yeah. And it, and this year, last year was, I think, last time was 6,500. How many of you guys have this year? We'll be at 8,300 when it's all said and done. Wow. 8,300. Yeah. That yeah. is amazing. It is amazing. It's Bel- absolutely amazing. I remember when you guys came, I, I, I remember telling you guys, man, it's, it's about time. Like, these are your people. Mm. This is your place. This is your space. You guys should have been here a long time ago. I'm glad that you're here. You've got fans, folks who love you, folks who've loved the work that you've done for, for years, for de- for a decade or more that I've been aware of, of the work at Living Waters. I just, I'm glad you're here. Mm. This is a natural fit. And yeah, so, yeah, it feels you, that way. We're happy that you guys are let me, here. Let me say, uh, for not that you guys need promotion or advertisement at 8,300, right. but if I can, if I can like put words into to the difference between listening to the, the talks online and being here, yeah. being here feels like a pilgrimage, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. we all feel like exiles in, yes. in the current state of the nation. And so. so to gather together mm-hmm. what feels like a remnant, it feels mm. like 
it, it, it feels like we went on a, a pilgrimage mm, yeah. and, and we're bonding together, meeting yeah. people, and yeah. it's beautiful, man. What's Oscar, going on? That's, that, that's exactly right. I think people come to G3 for that reason. It feels in a lot of ways kind of like a, like a family reunion, yeah. kind of an oasis, and so you get quite a bit of that as well. Uh, people are, are out there struggling and de- dealing with all kinds of issues uh, related to the culture, feeling like they're beat up, feeling like they're isolated, feeling like they're alone. Finally coming into a place, a space where all of us are, are combined. We have a, have a common you know, love for the Lord, yeah. uh, a common direction as far as our, 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 our stance on scripture, um, our desire to, to be a light in, a, in an ever-darkening world. All of those things are kind of what makes G three extra special. The preaching's phenomenal. The fellowship. This is a, this is kind of the, this is kind of the part B. And by part B, I don't mean like it's not the good part. It's just the, uh, another aspect of, of what we do in the you know in, in, in the exhibit hall, connecting with people. Yeah. So, yeah. And is it true that the ultimate goal of G three is to get everyone to wear bow ties? Is well, that- yeah, that would be a good <laughs> that would be a good look, bro. Bro, that the bow ties are yeah, just man. off the chain. Man. Yeah, Those oh, are like- wait, till you see what I had tomorrow, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got it all planned out, huh? <laughs> Well, you know, Virgil, when Mark and I were here last time, honestly, we were in shock and we still kind of are. You know, we figured there may be a few people that, you know, would recognize us in the ministry. Sure. We were overwhelmed. Good. I mean, there was a point where I think we stood for two hours in the same spot and people kept coming up. And the reason why that excited us is because of... uh, is because of the crossover that yes. that those that follow our ministry yes. follow G three yes. and we know they're getting good sound yeah. theology yeah yeah and uh, yeah. Mark wasn't it just a, a, a blast yeah I mean and even the, this the, time obviously too yeah there, I mean there obviously comes a point where you just go all right we got to limit the eye contact yeah. you yeah. know you got to kind of put that if you want to get somewhere yeah. you, know, yeah. you just got to be really head, careful head with down. that yeah but absolutely the the synergy that's that's happening between G three and Living Waters is not something I could have predicted hmm. no. that. Uh, People coming up, I, I'll see people inside the line to, to meet someone, to talk to someone, and getting out of line to come up to us and say, listen, I absolutely love this teaching over here. I got saved through your ministry. Yeah. I got wow. saved through your ministry yeah. over and over That's and over again. Amazing. I got saved through the ministry. Yeah. And now, good theology. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm not surprised. Uh, I was my first G three experience in live was here in this particular building. It was in 2017, and I kind of came kind of wide eyed and just kind of figuring it all out. Going, oh man, this is this is incredible. Just kind of experiencing it yeah. you know, for the first time, and so to be the guy now that's providing oversight for it, I'm just like I can't believe how God is like you mentioned, kind of exploded the platform and allowed me yeah. to do some unique things. But I would have told you in 2017, given what I know about about Living Waters, about your ministry, about what you've done for the body of Christ in the area of Educating, educating people about evangelism, hmm. I could have I could have predicted that in 2017. Wow. I could have told you that in 2018 when I came back the next year, and in 2019 and in 2020 mm-hmm. that you should be here. Wow. So for me, this was this this was a natural kind of connection yeah. right. that I thought would be right because of the fact that that you guys are are educating so many people in the body of Christ about evangelism. Well, bro, you blessed our socks off when you told us the impact the ministry's had on your life in terms of evangelism, and I think you do some some street ministry and stuff as well. Yeah, it's in large part due to what I learned from you guys. Wow. Yeah, more, more than a decade ago, just watching you know videos from YouTube and kind of connecting that as, as I continue to think about my walk with Christ, the need to be out doing evangelism. So I, I, I got the courage to go out into the street wow. to go to the abortion mill mm. because of stuff that you guys were doing wow. and what I was watching Praise online. Yeah, I, I would learn from you with regard to uh, apologetics. Mm. And I go, oh, I, okay, I, okay, I got that tip. I got that tip. Okay, let me, let me get out here and see how that flows in the course of a natural 
conversation. Hmm. So for me, it was more than just trying to get head knowledge and be really kind of puffed up theologically. I thought if this wasn't a practically applicable, something practical application where I was going out doing and engaging, it, it really didn't matter. It didn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. So I got a chance to use it and experience it. And, and again, I, I, I love you guys. Kind of like what, what people are coming up to you going, I, I feel like I know you. I feel like yeah. you know, I feel the same way oh, when I first had a chance to kind of get to meet you online in the social media. That's humbling, so, bro. Yeah. Very humbling. Well, that's a perfect segue into what we want to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, you know, you said you didn't just want a bunch of head knowledge. Sure. And I think that, uh, you know, as Christians, we obviously need to speak to the culture, both with strength and with authority. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I think we can cross the line and end up failing to demonstrate specific biblical characteristics that should really mark us like distinctly yeah. uh, as believers. So how can we guard against that, against crossing that line mm-hmm. and, and becoming harsh and, and violating really principles of Scripture, 2 Timothy 2, 24 to 26, you know, Lord, serving the Lord must not be quarrelsome, but be gentle, able to teach, you know, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. I think it begins by, by making mistakes. Uh, truth be told, I mean, you, you, you learn apologetics. You've seen this, I'm sure, often, Mark, where someone learns apologetics. They've been beat up so much, and now they, they can swing back, and they're like, oh, this is, let's, let's get it. Yeah. You know, let's, let's, yeah. let's get it all, and let's do yeah. it, right? So I think you start out doing it wrongly, uh, and, then, and then truly, someone who's truly converted, man, the Holy Spirit's going to convict you your heart, and, and you're going to feel that sense of, you know what, this is probably not really productive. Uh, I'm winning an argument, but, but losing the opportunity to really yeah. share and spread the gospel. So I think that, that's a natural part of kind of the growth process of, I, I've been beat up, now I'm, I'm, I'm swinging back, and now wait a minute, is, is this about, about me, mm. or is this truly about, about Christ? Mm. Uh, and I think I think le- going through that process, learning that, and then se- stepping back and say, "How can I do this differently?" And again, going back to videos, watching you guys, watching you in, in hostile environments, um, take on people and recognize that the hostility is not really aimed at you. Yeah. Though you're experiencing it, it, really the hostility is aimed at the message of the gospel. Mm. Um, and recognizing that, disconnecting that, I think is really really key. Yeah. I think another huge aspect too is is humility, sure. right? Like I I don't know because I figured it out. I don't right. know because I studied well. Right. I don't know because I'm smarter than you or more moral than you. Right. I know because of the grace of God. Mm. Right. And when you keep that perspective, sure. then then it it, it prevents you. Yeah. From getting prideful and arrogant yeah. in those moments. Not, not, not only, not only, did, not only do I know because of the grace of God, but man, I continue to understand because of God's yeah, grace. Right? Amen. I, I can every every day I have to look at me in the mirror and know the sinful individual I am, and so yeah. I'm not going to get puffed up uh, because I need the gospel and its proclamation just as much as the person I'm proclaiming it to. So that's yeah. good. Mm. Yeah. You know, Virgil. Unfortunately, we've seen some of the most effective apologists, evangelists, pastors, leaders in the church stumble, fall, destroy their ministries, their lives, their families. And man, pride is such a killer mm-hmm. when it comes to our place and the culture and being witnesses. And, you know, when, when I was a, a younger believer, I, I taught a men's ministry study and I, I taught a message called uh, Prusty. And it was, uh, it was a combination of pride and lust. Prusty, wow. the, the, the two-headed dragon, sure. the, the devourer of every Christian man, mm-hmm. you know. But when it comes to, and Oscar mentioned it a moment ago, humility, you know, mm-hmm. but when it comes to fighting pride in the arena, especially in the social media world, because this is the two-edged sword, right? Yes, I yeah. mean, what a blessing that we can, we can, at the click of a button, at the tapping of a keyboard, influence thousands, in some cases, depending on the platform, millions of people around the world. Mm-hmm. But yet, how dangerous it can be because of our pride. And there's no filter. There's no buffer. Right. You see something, you get frustrated. In two seconds, it's mm. out there in, yeah. the, in the world, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
So, brother, how do we guard against pride? Yeah. How do we walk in true humility? Yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a, a, there's a lot of pieces of that puzzle. One of the things you mentioned are ministries that kind of get out there, get ahead of themselves, and, and are doing things, and then they find themselves in a fallen condition. A lot of that is due to the, the fact that many of them are are more plugged into ministry out there rather than actually a local being connected to a local church. Mm. Yeah, amen. Um, being connected to a local church is absolutely critical. People who know you, like I'm no, like here, folks see me. Oh, there, there's Virgil at my church. Nobody like okay, Virgil. <laughs> I yeah. see you. That's you know? so important. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge, you know. And I, I've got a beautiful wife who at home says, I mean, I see you put your pants on yeah. one leg yeah. at a time and, you know, all of those kinds of things. So I think there's some really practical things that, that, that are like that that are incredibly helpful. But again, the gospel, man, being reminded of the fact that I am a sinner yeah. and it's still and in need of a Savior, in need of the Word of God in, in order for my life to be in, in, a, in a process of growth and sanctification. That's good. That's, that's absolutely huge. Absolutely yeah. critical. I, I think remember... Go ahead. I was just say, I remember Paul Washer telling the story. He got home from a conference, and uh, he was telling his wife how people wanted autographs. They wanted pictures sure. and different things. And she's all, that's great. Take out the trash. Exactly. <laughs> take out the trash. Yeah. All, but don't you realize, yeah. take out the trash. Yeah. <laughs> that's Amen. Good. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I've heard it said before, surround yourself with people who are not impressed with you. Absolutely. Because then they're, they're willing to call you out. They're willing to, to challenge you. They're willing to hold you accountable. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a big part of humility. I love and, you and, right there. And, and, that's and, good. And stop being impressed with yourself. Amen. Like, bro, I know me. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know me. I know what I think. Omaha. I know, I, right? I Come know on. me well. And, yeah. I, you know, so I'm, I'm not going to get caught up. It's not. The, there's so many great men and women of God that are doing phenomenal things. For me to think because I've grown some kind of following on Twitter that I'm, I'm now arrived, bro, Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Sit yeah. down somewhere. Yeah. You know? What was that saying that we, we, we've said for years, right? You cannot impress people with Jesus when you're still trying to impress them with yourself. Yeah. Yes. Right? There's no such thing as a cool Christian. Right. You need to get over yourself. God yes, already man. has. That's exactly That's right. right. Yeah, That's I, exactly I summed right. up my testimony years ago in this little verse. I once was but a lump of coal upon a heap of mire. Yet Jesus Christ redeemed my soul and saved me from the fire. That's, that's awesome. And that's, that's it. Awesome. You yeah. know, that's yeah. all we were, man. And, yeah. you know, I think of what Paul says, uh, what do we have that, you know, what do you have that you didn't receive? Yes. And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you didn't? Yes. So it's like, what do you possess that wasn't given you by the Lord? And if it was, why do you act like you somehow are the originator of whatever you possess? Like right. you created yourself and then created these gifts and faculties and features. It's, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah, you know? I get it. I, I think about that as well when, for, for me, I, I look at guys like you and what you have been, what you've been doing for, for many, many years. All of this is, is, it can go in a vapor. I mean, it really can. Yeah. As, as when we think about the opportunity that we have to serve God, it's the thought process that God God doesn't need us. Hmm. He doesn't require us. We get caught up thinking that being used of God, but the reality is he does not need us. We get the opportunity to be used of him. And yeah. we, kind of, we kind of have to think about it in, the, in that line. I feel like it can be such a, a slippery slope pride it doesn't like hit you hit you hard right, right, right. Uh, it slides itself in and sure. so somebody might start by thinking like oh man I want you know I want to grow my social media feed sure. because I want to reach the lost sure. I want to reach more people but slowly but surely they start to find yeah. you know identity they, they start to have pride in it they start yes. to take pride in like look at how many people I'm influenced look at how people know who I am how do we guard ourselves with the social media sphere? Mm. And I don't think this just applies to, to like, you know, influencers. This applies to anybody with social media. How do we guard ourselves? How do we know we cross over from wanting to glorify Christ to wanting to glorify ourselves? Yeah, I think, I think when, you want, you, when you're wanting to win that last argument, 
Like when you find yourself, I think I think it, I think you can identify it rather easily. You're getting in an exchange with someone on a social media platform, and and you're pressed to go, you you got to get back to that tweet. You got to I got they they can't have the last word, you know. And you're, <laughs> you're probably in a space where where you're missing it. You've got to allow people to have their say and be quiet and let them do what they're going to do and, and keep it moving. I'm so glad you you said that. In fact, that was connected to my next question, and that was. What does meekness look like yeah. in evangelism and in our witness? Yeah, and I think you summed it up there, right? So, so you'd see it as as restraint, yeah. basically. Absolutely, absolute, absolute restraint. When when you could do the opposite, you could mm. do the you, yeah. could, you could lash out, you could you could say the wrong thing, you could or or the or even saying the right thing in the wrong way. Yeah, in the wrong way, and and having a heart that just says, I've got to win this argument. Uh, you've just got to watch. You've got to watch that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm not immune. None of us are immune to that. I do guard against that. I think about that. Okay, did I have to win that? Do I have to say that last thing? At the end of the day, God's truth reigns. And so if, if I truly believe that, I don't have to be the one that, that, that lays it out there. You know, I don't have to be the one that makes the last case. So. You know, what's funny is when I, uh, I was an atheist through high school and college, wow. and, and my, my buddies would love, like, if they, they saw a Christian handing out a track, they would be like, go get him, Oscar. And they'd right. stand around me and be like, oh, yeah, you got him real good. <laughs> wow. And when I became a Christian and started to get in evangelism, I did the same thing yep. for yep. Jesus. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. I became yep. a jerk for Jesus. Yeah. Jerk for Jesus. Yes. And it was, uh, it wasn't until I realized like what I said earlier, like, man, I, I'm not, I didn't come to a new place by my own strength or wisdom. Right. This is a gift that I'm offering to others as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Virgil, I shared before there was this person I, I knew who was used extensively in ministry, especially in the Middle East. And people would often sing their praises. And they, they said everywhere they went, they carried with them in their shirt pocket, a little plastic bag of dirt. Mm-hmm. Wow. And anytime anyone would come up and praise them, they would just quietly, without giving any attention, they would just put their hand on that bag and clench it and remember what they are. Yep. Well, that's similar that's to the good. reformers. Like, if you ever see the pictures, people don't realize this. If you ever see those old paintings of, like, Luther writing and there's, like, a skull on the table with a candle in it, people don't realize those were real skulls. Mm. Those were priests that they knew that had died. And they, this sounds morbid to us, I get it. But what they would do is they would hold on to their skulls to remind them of their own mortality. Yeah. It was a way to humble themselves as they wrote their yeah. their, their wow. sermons. I didn't wow. know that. That's incredible. Wow. That's incredible. You know, Virgil, I, I love getting to the root of things mm-hmm. and going to the foundation. And so I'd love you to speak to the indispensable role of a vibrant, devotional, mm-hmm. and prayer life oh, that's good. for the believer to help us and, and how we communicate and represent the Lord. I mean, I, I think, first of all, going back to the very topic of pride, that's foundational. Having a time in the Word, having time in prayer, having a real devotional life, having time set aside early in the morning. That's kind of my time early in the morning, about 4 to 5 a.m., mm-hmm. of just spending time with the Lord. You know, and it, again, it's, it's not elaborate. I don't want to make it sound like it's some big deal. It's just me, the Bible, prayer and on my day. Mm. Um, I think that that helps to maintain the, dealing with issues of pride. You know, you're reading the, the life of David or you're mm. reading the life of someone in the Old Testament who, who got caught up in something or yeah, some, someone who was supposedly strong and, and, and God saw that they, that they, they, did, the, they did the wrong thing. I, those kinds of things are incredibly, incredibly helpful. As it pertains to the indispensable role that that, that plays in the life of the believer, if you love the Lord, if you love God, if, if, if sanctification is real to you, if you really want to grow in your faith, 
to me, it goes without saying, you have to be connected to the word. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I used to do, uh, I mean, I do podcasts now. I used to, back in the day, I used to do a lot of radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I would I would represent the kind of conservatism. You know, I was the black conservative. I just kind of loved that. <laughs> I was the black conservative. The fighting for truth and justice. The black conservative. Dun, 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 you know. Did you I, have that song? Virgil I, yeah, I should have. I should have, right? I should have. Well, I, I thought this. I thought this was was great. That the challenge with it was when I was doing that, I was lifting up conservatism rather than the cross of Christ. Oh man! And it wasn't until I got a a biblical worldview and b a, a devotional life. That's good. That was real, mm, right? That wasn't just uh, we're in a group and hey, I, I read mine and you read yours, and you know it was yeah. it was real to me. Mm. That I began to say, A, I'm not going to defend conservatism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to lift up the cross of Christ, and B. This faith that I have is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's real. It, it's not some gimmick. Uh, it's not something that I can kind of show people so that I can look cool. Uh, this is real. I've got to walk it out. And, and, and that's how I want to interact with God. So, You know, yeah. a big part of it, too, is just not forgetting what it is that changes lives, which yes. is a renewed heart. New loves, oh, as good. Augustine put it, right? He said that we had to sin is ultimately a, a form of disordered loves. Yes. And what we need is our our hearts to be rearranged for the glory of God. And, and I bring that up to say is because they think about Psalm 51 where David starts out realizing he's a sinner. Then he moves into a place of repentance. Right. Then he moves into a place of joy. Then his joy becomes an overflowing joy that he shares with others. Right. Let, let your name be known in Zion yes. uh, as That's one of the good. translator puts it. And so I think about like, it is in our nature mm-hmm. to share about the things that we love. You go to a favorite new restaurant the first thing you do, you do is call somebody up, you got to go here. Like their right. burger, their tacos are amazing, right. right? You watch a new movie, you read a new book. Oh, you, you're going to want to share it because it's how God designed you. Absolutely. And so if we're aiming from for the heart, from the heart, yes. it moves away from intellectual pride into uh, uh, an act of devotion Man, in which you're overflowing with joy. Yeah, some, somebody, somebody tune up a ham and beef for Oscar right about now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's good stuff. Yeah, That's good stuff. Yeah, and, and Finally. Mark. <laughs> two and a half years in. <laughs> and Mark, that that kind of life, I'd love you to, to speak to this. I, Virgil wouldn't have heard you say this before, but that, that kind of life of devotion in our pursuit of the Lord leads to a yearning to want to serve Him. And you talk about how every morning you get up, you, you go to your sliding glass door in your bedroom, and you salute and say, reporting for duty. Ooh. Right? Isn't yeah. that, it's that connection. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I hear people say, uh, when, when do you have devotions? Do you have them in the morning at 4, 4 to 5 a.m.? Sure. Do you have them at night? Do you have them in the, in the afternoon? Yeah. And the idea is this, right? No, we're just devoted because he's devoted, mm. right? He, he's not part of my life. He is my life, That's as good. Colossians says. Yeah. I'm not just putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm engulfed by Jesus Christ. I, I want to eat, drink, sleep Jesus Christ. That's what I want. Yeah. I want uh, the outflow to be the overflow. I want, if you were to cut off my hand, I would bleed Jesus. That's what I want, mm-hmm. right? So the idea of that is to know him better today than I did yesterday. Right? It's not a race. There's no competition. I just want to know the one who set me free. Sure. He legitimately put my feet on solid ground. I have no idea why. I'll never understand why. He did it for his own name, his own fame, his own glory, but it'll be for my good. Mm-hmm. So it is a delight to draw near to him. Yeah. What, where am I going to go? Right? When I first became a Christian for three years, nobody sat next to me in church. That makes sense. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it's, and it still does. It's called deodorant. Yeah, I mean, it still makes sense why they wouldn't do that. But I remember here, and I would blow it, and I would have nobody to go to. I wasn't discipled. I didn't. I didn't know how to read. I'd never heard of the word commentary. 
I was I was an island all to myself, couldn't get enough of the word, going from church to church just because I couldn't get enough. And then I remember the scripture. Where am I going to go? He alone holds the words to eternal life. Yeah. So when I would blow it, I'd go, well, where am I going to go? I'm not going back to Egypt. Mm. I mean, going back to Egypt is not an option. Right. So now it's like my, my desire is, Lord, I will go anywhere mm-hmm. as long as it's forward. Yeah. But wherever, the highways, the byways, the gutterways, yeah. if you're in it, I'm there. Man, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how much I kick and scream, I never want to be out of your will. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. All right. Let's go. I love it. That's great. Yeah, and Virgil, you know, our devotional life should really be the catalyst for a life of devotion. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I have my devotional time with the Lord in the morning so that I can be devoted all day long. Yeah. Yeah. That that sets the tone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, if, if, if our true devotional life consisted of the hour or two or three or whatever— and the, the, the remaining 20-whatever hours right. are just kind of whatever, then right. there, there's a disconnect there too as well. Absolutely, absolutely. When you think about what, what, what you just shared, those two things are connected. I'm having a devotional because I'm truly devoted to God. I'm devoted to His work. I'm devoted to His will. I'm devoted to seeing sin minimized in my own life. Yeah. Right? Amen. I'm, I'm devoted to walking in a way that honors Him. I'm devoted to my church family. I'm devoted to you know pr- pursuing godliness in every single mm-hmm. aspect of my life. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, Art Kent Hughes, he said, the reason why I start off with the Word of God, and the reason why I start off with that truth coming inside of me is because I know I'm going to be lied to the rest of the day. No, and this is what good. he attributed to That's why he's good. written 22 commentaries. He said, the Bible for me became my ultimate source of sanity. And I knew that I could approach God's Word. I could put my guard down because God was going to tell me the truth. Mark, that's good. Yeah. That's well, good Mark stuff. and Hughes for you. That's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, Virgil, you're, you're obviously very active on social media, as I alluded to mm-hmm. earlier. And I love your posts. I love, I, I love the way you just speak truth. Mm. In, into the noise, if I could call it that. Sure. And um, so I'd love you to, to comment on how Christians can steward, and I think that word is, is optimal there. It's, it's key, steward social media in a way that doesn't bring reproach good on question. the gospel. Man, that's good. Yeah, I th- it goes back to kind of what we talked about, guarding your life, guarding your heart, making sure you're devoted to God. Uh, at the same time, you know, you, you build a large following, you build a social media following. There is the natural tendency to say, oh, they, they're listening to me. Mm. Uh, but it's the reminder that, no, they're listening for truth. Mm. I, I love what you said, Mark, because it really points to the fact that if, if, I'm, if I'm into the Word of God, I'm, I know that, that, that there's, there's truth there. Christ is truth personified, that, that, that I know and, and understanding that, and that I'm going to be lied to the rest of the day. I love that. Yeah. I'm thinking about that. That, that, that then becomes your oasis, mm. right? The, the Word of God becomes the way that you, you disengage from the craziness of culture, or at least get energized to know that you can look outright and see rightly what's hap- actually happening in culture. Yeah. yeah, you know, people say, yeah, I went through the Word of God last week. I went through the whole Bible in a year. And I think it was Thomas Watson said, yeah, you went through the Word, but did the Word go through you? Uh, right? So we, we, that's, that's the sale-out, bro, right? Yeah, that's the moment where you just need to stop and go, is the Word of God coming through me in such a way where I could say, search me and try me, yeah. see if there be any wicked way in me, lead me in the way everlasting, I'm an open book. Do you need to expose? Do you need to inform? What do you need to do? It is well with my soul, yeah. God, whatever you want to do yeah. for your glory. Good. That's an open heart. That is yeah. an open heart. That is good stuff. Yeah, and, you know, coming face-to-face with God every day, uh, being what I call recalibrated is so essential. You know, I, I've, got, I've got this atomic watch that 
links with the atomic <laughs> Here we go in with Colorado. That we have line. iPhones. They do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is way better. Okay. Sure. And so, you know, but every day there's a recalibration that happens around midnight. It relinks. And even if it gets off a fraction of a second uh, during the day, day after day, if that's not recalibrated, it's going to be minutes behind or ahead or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that recalibration is so important it to is. bring us face to face with the Lord. It is. I love that. Love that, man. That's an incredible encouragement. Yeah. I might have to give me an atomic watch, man. <laughs> it's called an iPhone. He bought the watch just so that you can use the illustration. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. I, well, what I got from him last time, I got to show you this when we get when we wrap. Uh, you gave me a business card that was so hip, bro. Oh, come oh, on, bro. Yeah. It was so one. cool. The see-through blue one. Have you seen his new one? I got you, I got he's got you beat. He's got you beat. I got to show it to I'll, me. I got to upgrade that. Okay. Yeah. I got to follow you. in your footsteps. Yeah, I got to upgrade. <laughs> no, for I know. You. When I gave you that card, you were mesmerized. Oh, bro, I, like, said, oh, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his next move is to get a QR code tattooed onto his neck. <laughs> is that what you'll do? <laughs> yeah, 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 the forehead. There's no room next to Here's my hearing right here. So, Virgil, you also have an amazing podcast with our brother Daryl Harrison. Tell us about that, man. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, man. We've been doing it for six years. About six, seven million downloads of that thing. Wow. And, uh, we're overwhelmed, blown away by how God's used it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started out as something that I really wanted to take a backseat to and help this brother. He was a writer. Uh, I was more the guy, more, more vocal, more, you know, and so I thought this would be a great combo. He, he writes, he thinks, he's a thinker. This would be good. Um, it had just exploded, and we were overwhelmed by the response and have just kind of been walk, walking it out. I'm incredibly humbled by, you know, A, how God's used it, and people response to it uh, um, and, and again for me it's just I'm like wow like that that's, cool. th- that's really my response yeah. just kind of kind of like wow and and we love it just thinking the just thinking podcast uh, we'll continue to do it he's moving around God's moving him has, has le- leveraged uh, just thinking to expose me to folks who have me now in different uh, and unique environments mm-hmm. of, of ministry so it's been a lot of fun it's mm-hmm. been a lot of fun to do isn't it yeah. neat how the Lord takes something that you just thought Lord we're gonna give this a shot sure. you know and he does something. I mean, when we started our podcast in the first episode, I said, look, we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> we're just, people are telling us to do a podcast. That became our tagline. Mm-hmm. You know, we would end every episode where with, we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the first episode starts out with, uh, oh, we're recording? Okay, uh, now what? <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> like that. We were like, uh, okay, so. Yeah, and, yeah, but it's a joy to see God breathe life into yes, something like absolutely. that. You know? Absolutely. So, so, brother, as we wrap up, what's next for G3? Yeah. I mean, you guys started out as at, well. Give us the history real yeah, quick, and yeah. then tell us where it's headed. Yeah, history real quick. This was a this was a ministry that really started out of a local church, uh, mm. Praise Mill Baptist Church. And I had to sp- explain it's it's P R A Y apostrophe S. It was a man who gave the mill. His last name was Pray. Ah, so it's Praise oh, Mill. Okay, so people think it's Praise like Praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something charismatic. It's not. It's just P R A Y apostrophe S. Praise Mill Baptist Church. It started there about six seven hundred people. When when uh, when Pastor Josh kind of got it started, uh, Josh Bice, the founder and president of G Three Ministries, they did that for about three years, from 2013 to 2016. Uh, in 2017, they came they came to the building that we're in, uh, mainly to highlight the Reformation. It was you know it was the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. Mm-hmm. So the thought was, hey, in 2017 we'll do it here. Their goal was to go back to the local church because really the focus of everything we're doing is back to the local church. Yeah. Well, at the end of the year, they usually open up a, a kind of an early bird ticket. 
Well, within three hours, they had sold out of every seat at the local church. Wow. And so they were trying to figure out, what do we do? Do we tell you know, 3,000 people that it's not going to happen? Uh, they decided not to and bit the bullet to come here again for the, for the first time. Wow. So in 2017, I, I came. I was, like I said, kind of wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, like, this is absolutely amazing. I would come back every single year and just kind of get filled and go back. And until about 2020, we came, Daryl and I, the podcast had exploded by then. And we got asked to do our, our podcast live on the platform. Wow. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, kind of COVID hit, Josh Bice had reached out to me and said, man, I love what you guys are saying. I love what you're writing on, on in social media. Would love for you to write for G3. And I said, absolutely. Man, I'd be humbled, mm. honored mm. to do that. Wow. So began kind of putting some things together in writing. As that took place, he asked me, what are your plans? I said, well, at the time, I was a pastor uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, an associate pastor, discipleship pastor at a traditional SBC, trying to figure things out, learning theology, uh, still going through seminary, and just kind of thinking through things. I have an MBA, uh, was working on my MDiv, and he said, well, listen, if you don't have plans to be a pastor of a local church, uh, give me a shout. And I said, well, I'm giving you that shout. Uh, so long story short, I, I got an opportunity to come here, be the executive director of operations. The skill set that I have in, you know, in a lot of different areas, from recruiting uh, to sales to you name it, management, leading people, all of that, yeah. was just a perfect fit for what we do here at G3. Wow. Awesome. And, and what a blessing. Again, 8,300 people this year. Yeah. May the Lord continue to build it for his glory Absolutely. and continue to impact his people. So so tell people how they can connect with G3, with you, your ministry, your podcast. Yeah. Give them all the info. Yeah. Uh, go to g3men.org. Everything's there. You can download the G3 app. We just upgraded this G3 Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, wherever you download your apps from, you can get uh, the app there and kind of connect with us there. Uh, for me, uh, Virgil Walker, OMA, Virgil Walker Omaha. That's my kind of tagline on Twitter. Uh, find me on Facebook, Twitter, IG, that kind of thing. And so, yeah, I'm always open to engage folks and you know and hopefully in a way that that honors god so that's right well brother what a joy uh like you said this is a long time coming yeah we love you we appreciate you you, we're so honored to be partnered with g3 Yeah, thank you for your partnership it really means a lot to us it really i I mean again this is full circle for me for for more than a decade guys i've been enjoying the ministry of living Mm. waters and and have grown from it so to be at a table with you men and get a chance to kind of chop things up man it's a blessing means a lot to us and we're looking forward to to continued partnership absolutely and friendship yeah. in Christ. So Absolutely. thanks again, brother. Mark's actually got an interpretive dance he wants to oh, wow. show you okay. that maybe we can incorporate into yeah. G3 next year. Just will, whatever, yeah, we, you know what I mean? We'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that, yeah. Complete with streamers. <laughs> All right, brother. God bless you. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. All God right. bless. You know, Mark, you said at the outset uh, just how contagious, uh, infectious, I think, yeah. maybe it was a word, uh, Virgil's uh, warmth is. What a neat brother, huh? Oh, I... I I love him dearly. I wish we lived closer. He's one of those few guys um, that you know and admire from a distance. Yeah. And when you hang out with him, you think to yourself, why are we not uh, next door neighbors? Totally. I would absolutely love to be inside your life 24-7. Yeah. And he says, nah, I like the distance. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep that guy away. Yeah. I was really moved by how um, it was very clear that the Living Waters had you know, affected him. Like he was blessed by the ministry, which was really cool to hear. Does that surprise you guys? I mean, getting the feedback that we get, I'm continually encouraged and surprised by the reach that we, that we have. Yeah. I I think it does surprise me and, and, and refreshes me at the same time. It's because we know ourselves, you know, and we know we're just a bunch of goofballs, right, Ray? Mm Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> y'all are y'all are side note while we were at g3 we got approached by people who listen to the podcast and watch the show and see us on youtube and it was such a blessing i remember one lady was uh, she gave me a hug and she's like i didn't i didn't know if i should come say hi or not mm. i didn't want to bother you it is n- never oh, a bother no. we love hearing yeah. from you guys we love meeting you and Amen. getting to know you and so if you ever see us out there come say hi we, we would be oh, honored yeah. ray, so you, ray you, you've been at this a lot longer than us it never grows old does it no no absolutely thrilled to hear from people i thrilled thrilled to call people up and have a chat with them it's just wonderful yeah there's a lady that got saved by watching our movie exit Mm. The, the movie on depression and suicide. Yeah. And it was so encouraging to listen to her testimony. And people, you notice they come up and they they feel like they have to speak really, really fast because our time is valuable or we have some more important I've got to nothing go. to do. There's no. nowhere else I need to go <laughs> yeah. to talk to the person I've got in front of me right nothing now. I to it. do. I love it. Yeah. We need t-shirts to say, talk to me, I've got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lonely. Yeah, and, and so many people share testimonies of getting saved through That's the ministry. Amazing. It means a lot to us. All right, friends, there you have it. We hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget, God has a wonderful plan for your life book, The Living Waters Mug, and the Evidence Study Bible, all at livingwaters.com. Thank you for joining us, friends. We'll see you here next time on the Living Waters podcast, the ultimate cure for insomnia. Winners, winners, winners. That's you, friends. Those of you who I'm about to announce are the winners of this week's podcast giveaway on the Living Waters podcast. We've got Carlos from Lamont, California, Daniel from Jamestown, North Carolina, Ed Washburn from Tennessee, David Norwood from North Carolina, Doug Campobello from South Carolina, Ali from Falls Church, Virginia, Adrian from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Joshua from Excelsior Springs, Missouri, Eva from Bow Island, Canada, and Penelope from Bardwell Park, Australia. Shout out to the Aussies and the Canadians out there. Friends, you can get this too. Those of you who are listening, just share the word and sign up for the Living Waters podcast.